Recording in progress. <laughs> Merry Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. Happy holidays. I'm Miss Whitney, and Mr. Whiskey is also here. And today we're having our holiday special on Couple of Newts. Yeah, and a Merry Christmas to everyone. That's what I celebrate. That's what Ms. Whitney celebrates. And today on this holiday special, it's going to be a casual episode. You know, a lot of podcasters actually stop recording around Thanksgiving time uh, unless they don't. But we're going through January 1st, which is kind of basically like next weekend will be the new year. And with the new year, we'll have the season three premiere. I want to thank everyone for two seasons already. The second season was like double the length of the first, but it's okay. You know, that's how it goes. And yeah, so we're probably going to do it where season three is going to go till sometime in the beginning of summer, maybe midsummer. And then we will have season four be from that point up until the next new year hoping the show makes it that far hoping it grows a lot we've got some big changes coming to the show soon as in some maybe some upgraded technology from mr chris kringle himself and definitely some some connections being made some special guests we've got quite the lineup for season three uh we're gonna start off pretty strong and we're gonna end stronger and it's going to be a great time. But yeah, Ms. Whitney, Merry Christmas. What are you and the family doing for the holidays this year? Uh, This year, we're going to visit some family for Christmas Eve. And then just a simple Christmas, stay home, wear pajamas all day, watch bad Christmas movies. Are y'all wearing the matching Christmas pajama sets like the classic family? Okay, we have for the past few years, but I have not received word of us having any, so I'm not too sure. Maybe I'll go out today and buy some for all of us. From the clearance bin at Walmart? Okay, the Walmart Christmas pajamas are actually pretty nice. I had, we did like the Frozen set one year. They were actually really comfy. Right, we used to do in my family was for at we did this at least twice. Was we would all get to open one gift on Christmas Eve, and my mom was always in charge of passing out gifts. You know, mom always knew who was getting what, what order certain gifts had to be opened in. My mom always complicated things. No, this gift has to be opened before this one, otherwise this gift won't make sense. You know, stuff like that, multi-part gifts. And every at least two Christmas Eves, we, you know, received gifts early on Christmas Eve, and we all got the same gift. It was matching pajamas for Christmas Eve. That's cute. Yeah, speaking of family, you know, a lot of people, unfortunately, rest in peace. Their grandmothers, most of them got ran over by a reindeer. But when it comes to you, Miss Whitney, Grandma got banned from the family reunion because she went out during COVID. Is that the song y'all sing around the holidays? Yeah, well, she's just not allowed to see some of the family. Caused a lot of disconnect. 
Yeah, you know, grandma went out during COVID, walking home from her home, COVID Eve, I'm the casino. from the casino, <laughs> grandma was at the casino, <laughs> yes, that's why. granny got that stimulus from Uncle Joe Biden, and she's like, oh boy, I'm gonna go get a new urn for grandpa, yeah, so, you know, it's funny, me and the boys went out to a bar the other night. And where were we? We were in this little Irish pub. And it's weird because there are mirrors everywhere. There are mirrors along the wall just for your ankles. And it's a small little, st small little spot, small little hole in the wall. We definitely did not fit into the crowd there. It's all middle-aged Irish men. Some of them were in kilts even. And they're burly wives who are kind of like men. And... You know, we got this skinny Asian guy who's eccentric with us and wearing a Christmas hat and he's loud as can be. And he brings us into this Irish pub and he gets some dirty looks. And then I'm with this skinny white boy and the overweight Hispanic woman and myself. And we go in there and the bartender was nice enough. He looked like your classic. He looked like Mr. Chris Kringle himself. I mean, he looked like Santa Claus. This guy had perfect white beard. He had the same little spectacles, the same little glasses. And, you know, we're there. And later on in the night, they play that song, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. And I'm just thinking, I'm, I'm like, you know, who wrote the song? What were they thinking? What inspired this? Were they on drugs? Did Grandma actually get hit by an 18-wheeler in front of the house? And they said, wouldn't it be funny if we made this into a kid's song? Where it's a reindeer instead of an 18-wheeler. What are you thinking, Ms. Whitney? Mm, I'm not sure. It sounds likely that she could have actually been run over by a real truck. Seems that played that kind of song. Or did she actually get hit by a reindeer? Maybe the songwriter lived in an area where we could probably look at the lore for the song. I'm, I don't feel like doing that right now, but... Do you think... That grandma got, she just like died around Christmas, and then like the parents were like trying to break it all, like break it to their kids, and they're like, oh, like Santa ran her over. That's still pretty traumatic. I guess. The kids are asking Santa. The kids are asking Santa, "Can we get a new grandma?" <laughs> and they're like, "Well, Santa's like, well, we only have this busty Hooters waitress. I hope that works." You got the grandson, Whoa. has hair, he has bangs that go over his eyes. So, you know how it is. You make a Hallmark movie out of that. Well, not a Hallmark movie. I can make a movie out of it. It's called 50, <laughs> 50 Shades of Winter. Whoa. 50 Shades of Christmas. Come into the gift wrapping room and wrap this Willy Wonka up in a golden ticket. But yeah, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about our Christmas traditions. You know, one thing I do miss about the North, which is more fun when you're a kid. You know, I had one acre of property. And by me, I mean my parents. And we used to go sledding all the time. We had snowboards. We had two floats. The dogs would come out, come out and run in the snow with us and all of that. Ms. Whitney, you ever been sledding or tubing or anything like that down a wintry slope? Yeah, we've done, we've done it, like, in front of our house, and then, so, like, down there's 
good help that we like to let down sometimes. Um, and then there's also like a little resort or something where we live where they have like the big like sledding tubes where like you get like your tube gets brought up with like that uh, with like the elevator type thing where it hooks on and then like you can grab a tube at the top and slide down. Wait, are you saying you went in a ski lift or you're talking about it's just like a zip line conveyor belt for the tubes? It's like a conveyor belt for the tubes. You know how like uh They had it when you at go to the water uh, park? well, Ms. Whitney, I can't remember the name of it. You and I went to that water park built into the mountains of New Jersey, and they had those there. What was that place we went to? It was made out of rocks. Um And I let you borrow my Godzilla slides because you didn't bring proper footwear, and then I was barefoot and had all blisters and burning feet. It's the place that uh, the Class Action Park documentary was from, but I don't remember what it's called now because it's like a normal water park now. See, I want to say Great White Mountain, but I was like, I don't think that's it. And it's not Great Wolf Lodge, not a sponsor. It's like, it's not Thunder Mountain either because that's where they do all the shooting. Is it like Creekside by or something? It definitely was something mountain. Mountain Creek? Is it Mountain Creek? Does Oh, that sound maybe. right? Maybe, Something like that. yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty was an interesting experience. It's nice to see the natural, you know, design of things. Ms. Whitney and I almost went skiing indoors at, not a sponsor, the Great American Dream Mall in New Jersey. Traffic and Where parking... even was the skiing? It's, well, I didn't see how to get to it from inside the mall, but you can see it from outside the mall. It's this giant ramp built into the sky. You, have you not seen it, Miss Whitney? That giant ramp built into the sky? It's like this giant rectangular building that's only a couple feet tall and it's just sloped up toward the sky because Mm. you, Oh, that's what that is. That's the ski ramp that you ski down inside. I didn't realize that's what that was. Okay, because I didn't know, I don't know the entrances to it either in the mall, and I was focused on trying to drive. I assume, I'm pretty sure I was driving. But anyway, I assume that you would just take an elevator. Unless you take the stairs, which would be a lot, would be a long procession of stairs. Because that, I mean, I can look it up. I'm curious. I'm going to look it up. How long this ski ramp at the American Dream Mall is. Because I believe it's the country's largest indoor skiing ramp. Have you ever been skiing? Yeah, I'm not very good at skiing. I stayed on the bunny trail. And, like, no matter how much I did, like, the pizza, because it's either pizza or, like, french fries, and you use pizza to slow down, I think. Oh, no. You use french fries to slow down. I don't know. I was very bad at slowing down. And the only way that I could stop myself was by just falling down because I couldn't figure it out. While you're looking up the ski thing, I just want to backtrack. Okay, I mentioned that we used to... sled down this hill where I live one year we went and there was a dead deer at the bottom of the hill and like all our parents were like just like sled around it like just don't go down the hill on that side but I remember someone went down and they curved too much and they went right over the deer and it was like traumatic for like everyone watching Hold on, so all I found was, and this is not a sponsor, but welcome.
to North America's first and only indoor, real snow, year-round ski and snow resort. There's nothing else like it, and there's no better place to get started. Welcome. But, interesting enough, not only can you ski, but I think, and I don't know if you can do this down the ramp, but definitely in the flat areas, snow-go bike rentals. Imagine a bike, but instead of wheels, you've got snow skis. Check out the fastest growing winter sport, Snowgo, is one of the funnest and easiest ways to get sliding on snow. In fact, it's as easy as riding a bike. Basically, it's a snow bike. You know, maybe the Eskimos wouldn't have gone extinct if they had a Snowgo. They should have made one. You ever worn those uh snowshoes that look like badminton rackets or tennis rackets? Yeah, one time at a Girl Scouts, we like did like a whole winter thing, and then they had like boots for us to try on with like, the with the tennis thing. Okay, you know what was interesting because I don't know if your family does it. You know, my family never really did like prank gifts, but when I went to Mississippi with a shipmate back in the day, you know, they had this whole series of pranks leading up to, I think it was like his uncle getting an iPad box. I think he had asked for an iPad, and when he opened it up, it was a woman's maxi pad with a giant googly <laughs> eye glued to it. They're like, here's your iPad. And, you know, and th- there was like a gift he opened, and it was just like all silly string shot out at him, or someone shot him with silly string. They did like this whole fun thing. And I was like, yeah, my dad is not the kind of man you can give a prank gift. He'll just be pissed. We have given prank gifts to my sisters quite a bit. Specifically, I mentioned frequently on the podcast, quote, the sister I don't like as much. And, you know, she got, we've given her a uh, grow your own boyfriend a couple of times for Valentine's Day. You know, that's pretty funny. And one time during an Easter egg hunt, the Easter egg she got, and this was just a coincidence, but of course it had to be her. All the Easter eggs had money and, and candy in them. But my sister got one that my dad had put a Pokemon figurine inside. And this was my sister who does not like Pokemon, does not play Pokemon. So she was pissed. And then the other one had a piece of paper that said, ha, loser, you got a dud. <laughs> and so she was not happy. And it just so happened to be that sister who also had the worst relationship with my dad. So it seemed intentional, but we just went out there and grabbed Easter eggs at random. And yeah, you know, I'm thinking about Easter now, but it is Christmas. It is the birth of our Savior, not the resurrection. That being said, I was going to ask about igloos. Did you ever build igloos and snowmen or anything like that? Yeah, actually, I was going to ask you if you ever built an igloo because we built one once and it was really, really, we built it way too small. It was way too cramped for us to sit in it, but it was actually pretty warm and like nice. And we built a few snowmen, but they're nothing like special. Yeah, we built some fortresses, not igloos. We got whole fortresses. I mean, we've gotten, we, there was a couple of years where we had a couple of feet of snow. And between the dogs digging these tunnels and us, you know, joining in, and I had a actively participating mom, 
you know, it was pretty interesting. I am, I do not like snowball fights, and I hate people who throw snowballs at me. And one time, this kid who I did not know, did not like in high school, took a handful of snow and ice and forced it down the back of my shirt when I w was walking to class. And I would not tolerate that nowadays. I But I also shouldn't start a fist fight over that. But that's like, this is rude to me. And that's also childish. Like, if it was a buddy of mine, I'd be like, maybe. But this was just some random kid. Ginger hair. So obviously he's unhappy with his life. And he's taking it out on others. But yeah. You know, you ever been in some snowball fights? Like, with a point system? Or to the death? You know? We would play snowball fights for like five minutes, but I, I've never been able to make a snowball, so I wouldn't be able to play because I would just get like bombarded by my sisters throwing them at me, and I wouldn't be able to like fight back, so we didn't play that long until then I started crying. I'm surprised you and your eldest sister didn't gang up on the favorite one. I'm surprised they just took their baby sister by a couple of decades and just devastated her. It's kind of messed up. Well, she's a lot older than us. What we would usually do, I think, is, like, we'd play with my cousins because they're closer in age. Like, my one cousin's a few months older than me. So I think I was, like, always playing with, like, him. Yeah, and he's grandpa's favorite. Yep, he's grandpa's favorite. Um, Family computer was only him and my grandpa as the background. Yeah, we, I guess we did some snowball fights. You know, where I live, you know, they didn't really pave the roads. And, and if they did, it kind of just made things worse. And, you know, you were kind of on your own. They didn't really put salt down like they should have. It's interesting, you know, but we used to come in, you know, lips blue, skin all, you know, flushed and all of that and come into some nice hot chocolate. Uh, I loved, you know, I think my mom and sisters and dad, they got out of the Christmas spirit pretty fast growing up. But me, like, I still love to build gingerbread houses. And my parents and sisters are like, those are garbage, they taste awful, you can't really eat them, blah, blah, blah. But I love building them, and I eat the whole thing. I eat the whole thing. It's it's a power level thing. I'm a stronger power level than the rest of my family. They can't stomach a gingerbread house. That's, that's on them. It's weak, I weak blood. I don't think they're really intended to be like, hey, those ones. They are intended to be eaten. That's why they're made out of edible materials. It's made out of candy, frosting, and gingerbread. Wait, speaking of gingerbread houses, did your elementary school ever do the thing where they would collect the milk cartons and then you would have a day where you would make gingerbread houses and you'd use the milk carton like as like the base to like glue it onto the gingerbread pieces? No. In middle school, we collected... um. like what's it called box stamps from cereal boxes and other stuff they had like this do you know what i'm talking about Yeah, we would do that, and then you would get, like, a pizza party at the end if you collected the most. yeah i think it was some kind of charity thing or something i don't remember it reminds me of there's this one chick at nuke school who she was a very weird being
that my buddies had told me about. I never really met her, but she collected the tabs from like soda cans and energy drinks. And there was this rumor that if you gave her a good amount, she would sleep with you. Like basically, if you wanted her as a prostitute, you just had to pay her in, in like can tabs. And my buddy telling me this story had a bag of tabs on him. I was like, oh, well, well, well. he goes, no, 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 I'm recycling the this. No, he goes, this is a coincidence. This isn't what it looks like. Like, this is not what it looks like. And I'm like, well, that's, I don't know. It's pretty suspicious. But this is also the same sailor who had flasks of alcohol and bottles of alcohol taped to the inside of his jacket when we went to Waffle House on Thanksgiving. So, well, actually, he was already drunk. I had to drive him because he was like, he had to get a ride with us because I had called him like early in the day too. He's like, it's Thanksgiving, mother, we gonna, you know, drink. And his eyes were so shot when I, when he showed up to the doorstep with his $350 Mandalorian helmet. Or it could have been Boba Fett. I don't remember. I don't remember. I made noises and everything. But yeah, are you a marshmallows on top of the hot cocoa? You like the big marshmallows, the little ones, whipped cream, no whipped cream? I actually, um, I don't like marshmallows that much, but I put, like, whipped cream, like, every sip has to have whipped cream with it. If I run out of whipped cream because, like, it melted, I will, like, reapply whipped cream to my hot chocolate. We had gotten from school... Sometimes, like, you know, people would give us gifts, like a spoon made out of solid peppermint. I always love those. I don't like the flavored hot chocolate. I'm very, I just don't like hot chocolate that much, I guess. I just like it simple. Oh, don't forget, we have to do the taste test of the Crayola hot chocolate. That's true. Oh, my mom for Christmas used to make a, she would like, make this pouch for the kids at school. My mom was very into crafts. It was very cute. Um, she would make this pouch and I think it was called like the melted it was like a melted snowman um, and it would come with like three marshmallows because it was supposed to be like his or whatever it was to be his body it would come with like a candy cane for like his scarf um, and the thing was that like he melted and now he's like in your drink but it was really cute I think it came with like pretzels too for like his arms Now, speaking of marshmallows, I don't eat sweet potatoes, let alone with marshmallows. But a big thing, you know, a lot of people do for the holidays is marshmallows roasted on, roasted, marshmallows on sweet potatoes. I don't know how you prepare it, if they're on afterward or you cook them into it. Does your family do that? We do that for, I thought that was a Thanksgiving thing, but we do that for Thanksgiving, the sweet potato casserole. You put like canned, well, I don't know if that's to be canned, but we do like canned yams, uh, which is just sweet potatoes. And then you do maple syrup, like cinnamon and like brown sugar, you coat it on top and then like a bunch of butter. And then you put the marshmallows on top and then you just like cook it and then it gets like brown on top. See, the reason I say it's also a Christmas thing is because there is a Shrek Christmas special episode. And my family would watch that every year starting a few years ago. And it's hilarious. If you have not seen the Shrek Christmas special, it's pretty good. And, you know, he's never done Christmas before. He thinks it's stupid. But Fiona 
is like, oh my goodness, our first Christmas with the babies as a family. Let's go. So, you know, and he's never celebrated Christmas before. He's an ogre. So he runs to the village and gets this book, like Christmas for Village Idiots 101. <laughs> and when he leaves the store, everyone's trying to buy their last minute things. But all the stores are closing, so they're panicking. And they're yelling stuff like, but I need a new action figure for my son. And one person yells, but I need marshmallows. Sweet potatoes are nothing without marshmallows, please. And that was the first time I actually ever heard of that. I was like, what does he mean marshmallows? Like, did he mean hot chocolate? Like, did he misspeak? Because there's several lines in that movie that they misspeak on purpose. Like Donkey, when he's panicking, he's like, you haven't roasted your tree or hung up your, uh, like, whatever. He, like, just misspeaks because he's, like, panicking. But, yeah, I heard of that. But I don't like sweet potatoes. And I, you know, I guess because of, I've tasted sweet potatoes before, so I guess marshmallows and maple syrup don't sound too bad with it. I feel like if I showed up to the family reunion with regular potatoes like that, I would get some different looks. You like Are you regular a... potatoes and marshmallow? Yeah. Yeah. And just a marshmallow fluff. Just tell them it's sour cream, but it's marshmallow fluff. Hey, are you a family? Ladies and gentlemen, comment. If you are team sweet potatoes or team yams, I call them sweet potatoes. I do not like the word yams. It like triggers me. I just, it's like, I do not like that word. The only time we call them yams is when you get them in the can because the can is labeled like candied yams. But usually sweet potatoes. I eat sweet potatoes all the time. I wish you liked them more. You know, I got to get in contact with the Sandman now that Thanksgiving has passed. He said he was going to perform intercourse with the cranberry sauce can uh, on a previous episode and I'm just wondering if he had that pleasurable experience or not Ms. Whitney you had no reaction other than just scrunching your face up anyway speaking of something more wholesome did your school ever do the polar express days at school it was like pajama day and then your teacher would give you like a ticket my teacher would pretend to like hole punch it and like would tell us a word and it never looked like it but it was cute and we'd all get hot chocolate and watch the polar express together we definitely had something like that i don't know too much about the polar express i do know that it's a common insult to hear you look like that kid from the polar express that's definitely a common insult i hear uh at least in the military <laughs> and you know we definitely had pajama day. We definitely had fuzzy sock day. That was one of the days. Were you a fuzzy sock household? I loved wearing the fuzzy socks with my mom and sisters, you know, especially in the wintertime. Our house had cold hardwood floors. I'm not really a slipper enthusiast. I don't really, I don't really like, I don't like slippers. I'm gonna put it like that. I've definitely had some fun slippers over the years. Um, not as a kid growing up, I never liked fuzzy socks because they'd always like fall off my feet. But then my mom would give me the ones with like, the grips on the bottom and I liked those a lot. But we weren't like a big like fuzzy sock family. Although I did beg my mom to send me fuzzy socks once in like freshman year of college because I was like freezing all the time and I was like, I'm so cold, like please send me socks. Shout out to Big Red. Ahead of time, 
this is a thank you for the thermal socks you got me, those tactical thermal socks. They are the warmest, most comfortable socks I have in my life. I want to thank you for that in advance because in the next episode, we just crap talk you for half of it. So thanks for the socks, though. <laughs> Shout out to, to Mrs. Big Red for the SpongeBob Christmas socks. Those are pretty festive. But yeah, fuzzy socks, pajamas, slippers. Now, what I was going to say is, you know, we used to always go to church on Christmas Eve. at like They had like a midnight mass. They had like a 10 o'clock to midnight mass. Like Christmas Eve is one of the latest masses we would go to. And our church decorated, right? They would have the whole, you know, the whole birth in the manger scene and all of that. And they would have these blue lights on the trees and bushes that were damaging to the eye. Like you could not look at these lights even indirectly. And I just remember, I'm like, my eyes hurt just thinking about it. They had these, I don't know what, frequency or, or or wavelength or whatever was going on with these blue lights but this color and, and whatever levels they were emitting it was like just blind absolutely blinding and so you could not look to your left or the right you could only look at the altar and the priest i think the lights were a trick i think they were trying to get you to focus on the priest i remember you know our church set up this giant candle holder i'm talking about like seven feet tall and it had three pink candles and one purple candle or vice versa and it was the four sundays of advent and i remember as a kid we were like waiting for that candle to get lit it, on on sunday they would light one of the candles for advent and then you knew that when they lit the fourth candle you're like, yes, it's Christmas time. That was like our countdown. So when you're a kid, you know, the months seem a lot longer when you don't have responsibilities and jobs and you're waiting anxiously for Christmas. But I remember we would always go and that would be like, yes, they lit the candle. Let's go. And do you know what I'm talking about? Did you attend mass during the that was the month we attended mass the most was December, the Christmas holidays. And Easter holidays. Yeah, I know. Do they light it for Christmas time? For Advent? I know my church does it for Lent, but I'm trying to think if we did it for... I'm sure we did it for Advent. I don't know. I would usually just play with, like, the kids' bulletin and, like, play the games in it, so I don't remember that much. I thought you were going to say you would just play with the kids at church, and I took that in the context of you weren't a kid, and I was like, whoa. Whoa. No. Yeah, you're like, hey, little Timmy, what do you want for Christmas? Did your you church know, have, like, the daycare that happened during church? I believe so. Shout out to Most Holy Trinity in Augusta, Georgia. They had a nursery room in the back of the church with a window, so you could still see the mass. And it's where you would have babies and infants and toddlers who scream. Not a shout out to the person with the screaming children who sat next to me and not in the nursing room. And I couldn't hear the mass. Look, I love children because Jesus said, 
they are more worthy of heaven than any adult, essentially. I mean, he scolded his disciples, you know, peacefully. He scolded them, saying, these children are more worthy than any of us. They're innocent. And why should they not seek the kingdom of heaven? Why should they not be allowed in their children? You know, the, the disciples kind of sh tried shooing them away from Jesus. And Jesus said, no, why would you shoo the children away? So I try to, when I'm in church, try to have that mindset like, Kids are part of God's children just as much as we are. And, you know, they deserve, they have the right to go to Mass and learn, even though they're playing with Hot Wheels on the pew. And, but these kids were just screaming. And unfortunately, in America, because a lot of English speaking Americans or English speaking people don't want to devote their lives to the church, most priests in America have a thick accent because they're from a Hispanic nation or an African nation or. Uh, somewhere in Europe and so it's already difficult to hear the priest one because I always sit in the very back of church I don't I don't know I don't like sitting up front I just I don't like I don't like other people watching me what if I get a weird itch or a trip or a fall I don't know it's not that I'm not confident in my own ability it's just like I don't like I feel like church is the most judgmental place in, in my opinion that's where I feel most judged especially as a younger man and you have all these older people. I don't know. I don't like, obviously church is a loving community. I'm not bashing on it, but I've always felt like, I don't know I'm a little paranoid in there. Like someone's going to be like, you didn't do this tradition. You're going to hell and give me a, give me a lesson. I don't know. You, you understand what I'm trying to say? I don't know. I don't think I have the same issue. The only thing where I felt judged was when I was a little kid, I used to always just wear like sweats. And then I go to church and I was like, I am not dressed nice enough for this place. You know, it might be trauma from, and I fought my teacher in the school for this because they were trying to assign us grades based on our behavior in church and like our commitment to church. When I went to that corrupt private school, very corrupt place. And I hate that place. Anyway, that being said, yeah, I was like, well, I shouldn't be getting assigned a grade for going to church. Like, that's wrong. That's, that's messed up. But anyway, moving away from the church stuff, all I want to mention was the blue lights and all of that. Yeah, so a couple of things we have to touch on, which was... Well, let's start with this. What was your biggest disappointment at Christmas? Like any Christmas in general, was there like a gift like you really, really wanted and you didn't get or you thought something was going to happen and plans change or anything like that? Um, I'm not sure. For Christmas, I would always send my mom like a Christmas with like She'd want it, like, with links, so she can just buy it. So it wasn't, like, I was, like, missing out on anything that I wanted because, like, I would give her exactly what I wanted. But sometimes when you would go and you would, like, say you wanted a water bottle, because this happened once. I had wanted, like, a hydro flask, and I wanted it in, like, blue. But when she clicked on the link, the page, like, auto-refresh should just be, like, this, like, whatever the first color is in, like, the list that's set in a set list. So I got like a yellow one and I was like, I don't want this. This is not the right color. Uh, so now whenever That's I send so her, ugly. 
a yellow yeah hydroflask. That's really ugly. it was like it was like bright yellow See, when I was in high school, and I'm not saying it was basic white girls, but it was mainly basic white girls who had the hydroflask and You know, they would always drop them. I'm sorry, why can't women be responsible? These high school girls, every class, at least two of them would knock over this metal hydro flask onto the ground and it makes this loud clanging noise. And then they would whine, oh no, it got dented, oh, blah, blah. And then, you know, like pick me girls. And yeah, and it was like, also it was like a status statement. Like, look, I got a hydro flask snakeskin edition, like... It's definitely a thing. Ms. Whitney, obviously you got a yellow hydro flask, so you were bullied at school, question mark. Why would I be bullied at school? No. Um, well, I didn't use the yellow one because, no, I had a hydro flask already that was for water. The yellow one was I wanted one to put For <laughs> vodka. hot drink, hot because every single morning I would have tea in the morning. So I wanted it in a hydro flask. Um, no, I had a regular water bottle and I put the boot on it. They have like boots, like a, like a, it's like plastic or whatever, or like a soft rubber. And you put it on the bottom of your hydro flask because every time they would put their hydro flask just like on their desk, it would make that twanging noise because it's metal and it would bother me so much. Right. So when I had my hydro flask, I made sure to get the rubber bottom for it because I didn't want it to make that noise. Did you rank your gifts like on your Christmas list? You had like from I want this the most to I want this the least. Um, I think as a little kid, I used to like sort it because then I'd be like, okay, like the things I want the most, I'm going to say first. But growing up, I would just kind of like type in because I would type it all up. I'd just be like, I want this like really bad. So like if you have to like not get some things, please make sure you get this thing. There was uh, footnotes, you know. My biggest disappointment was because I really believed in Santa, like to a T, I wanted the Omnitrix from Ben 10. So I begged Santa. I begged and begged Santa, please give me this watch so I can turn into aliens. I said, Santa, if anyone can get alien DNA and make the Omnitrix, it's you. I said, and even if aliens aren't real, you can just make anything. So it doesn't matter if the D alien DNA exists or not, because you can make it. I guess, basically, Santa had God-level abilities in my mind. Santa was like God in my mind, I guess. Not like a false idol way. I don't worship false idols. But yeah, I definitely was a huge believer in Santa up until my mom had a bit of a breakdown on me and, and screamed some things. But We'll talk about that later. Anyway, I weighed, I wanted that Omnitrix so bad, more than anything, more than anything, being able to turn into aliens, that was my, my one goal and desire in life, more than anything. And that Christmas, that I specifically, especially asked for that Omnitrix, probably asked for the Ultimatrix, you know, so I could go Ultimate Spider Monkey, Ultimate Echo Echo, Ultimate Way Big. But yeah, you know, I had a note in my room, Mr. Santa Claus himself. I said, Mr. Whiskey, you're such a good boy. But, you know, my elves were understaffed. And this little girl really needed a Nintendo DS. So we took yours. And my Nintendo DS was gone. <laughs> oh my And I was like, and I was, I mean, that growing up, 
you know, unlike these kids on TikTok and Grinder and all that, you know, I what? had a Nintendo DS. That's what we played on. You know, be- before my generation was the Game Boy. You know, that was the big thing, Game Boy. And then it kind of spread into the Nintendo DS. Obviously, I had a leapfrog before that when I was a little kid. But each year I would get like that or every few years. And then it became like each year, you know, Nintendo started making new DSs. You know what I'm talking about. Did you have one? Yeah, my I got one DS as a gift and then I bought a other my other DS. Yeah, so mine was gone. I loved that thing. And Santa was like, well, we needed to borrow it because my elves can't do their job. Uh, he didn't say it like that. He was very kind. But I'm telling, I'm telling y'all, elves don't want to work. They just want to get paid to do nothing. So this new generation of elves. But this was years ago. I mean, I was probably like eight or nine. I don't remember. And it took me a long time to figure out. I didn't even read the note. I just ran to my parents' room when I saw I had a note from Santa. And I shared it with them. And then at the bottom of it, it said, it's okay if you share this with your parents. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm so glad it didn't say it's not okay because I instantly ran and shared it with them, which is something I would never do now. I would never share anything with my parents until probably years after the fact. But anyway, yeah, and I was crying. Ms. Whitney, I had tears all over the place. My Nintendo DS had been taken from me. I was like, are you kidding me? I was like... As the one sailor would say, man, that little kid, man, that little kid, like, are you kidding me? Like, I don't care about this little girl who needs a Nintendo DS. I need my Nintendo DS. I'm crying. I'm a grown boy, and I got tears in my eyes. Got me crying on Christmas morning. But as I think in the Shrek special, Donkey says either his mama or his grandmama said, ain't Christmas till someone's crying, you know? So I was crying. I'm usually the one who cries. What, were you crying because your Nintendo DS was taken? No, it was never that bad. I was just a very spoiled and pitied. Let's change that were to you are still spoiled and picky. A yellow hydro flask, though, I'm not going to lie. I would be upset, too. I would be very upset. It's such an ugly color. It's probably like a pastel yellow, too. No, it was like bright yellow, like banana yellow. The only reason, the only man who could drink from that and still look cool, other than Ryan Reynolds, would probably be that man from Curious George who wears a yellow hat and a yellow jacket because it matches his vibe, you know? Mm-hmm. But you're not the man in the yellow hat. You're more like Curious George. Thanks. No, I remember I cried once because I think that it was like we were getting a lot of clothes. Like we were opening up all our clothes that we were getting for Christmas. And I just didn't like anything that my mom had picked out. And then I was just like increasingly getting more upset because every time I opened something, I just like did not like what the clothes were. And then like the tipping point was that I opened up a pair of pajamas, like a pajama set, and it was like Wonder Woman print on it. And I was like, I don't even watch like any superhero movie. And I was just so upset. I was like, why would she get me this? I like, don't watch anything that's like Wonder Woman. Like, I don't even watch because like. Wonder Woman is feminine, 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 woman empowerment. <laughs> but I don't, I was like, I don't watch superheroes. I understand. No, I understand. You know, that was always a tiff when my mom or Mr. Santa Claus 
would get me things I needed or that were useful rather than things I wanted. Now, as an adult, I'm like, mom, please get me some underwear. My skivvies are brown. Please. My boot camp Yeah, the skivvies mom are gift. brown. Say again. The mom gift. Yeah, socks or towels for the house, you know. Especially once you, like, move into a place. The next few Christmases are just going to be appliances. I mean, that's just Yeah. a fact. I asked for a uh, kitchen uh, cookware for Christmas this year, so. Hoo yeah, Yeah, I didn't ask And. for anything. I'm hoping they just give me money for PodFest. Check me out at PodFest. I'm a, might maybe do a live stream. But yeah, anyway, getting back to the story where I was crying, thank you very much. I didn't put it together until later on in life, but my youngest sister got a Nintendo DS. Spoiler alert, it was my Nintendo DS. But here's the kick to the balls, to my testicles that really crippled me to the ground, like with steel toe boots kick. Santa said, quote, Because I took your Nintendo DS, I have the extra special gift for you. I'm like, oh my goodness. Trading my Nintendo DS for an Omnitrix or Ultimatrix? Heck yeah. I would throw away a Nintendo DS. No offense, Nintendo. But I would throw away one of your DSs for a watch that turns me into aliens any day. I think anyone would make that trade. I don't know. I, you know, I won't speak for everyone in the world. There's some I'm not strange sure. and stupid people, yeah. My limited edition Pokemon 3DS? Not sure. Pause, Ms. Whitney, because you're spoiling my story. The extra special gift was a Nintendo 3DS with a black and blue uh, special foam case to protect it. Oh, I hate the foam case. You know, first off, I didn't even use the 3D function like ever on that thing. It hurt. You know, obviously 3D technology has come a much longer way, but I was not a fan of that. Secondly, I wanted a Ultimatrix. My grandparents got me, but it was a fake one. It was made out of plastic. wasn't made from, I don't even remember the guy's name, Azareth? Azmuth. I think that's the guy who forged on the tricks. Azmuth? So he's one of the little gray matter creatures. Gray matter is just the name of the, isn't the name of the species. But Ben 10 calls his little alien genius gray matter. So just for any of you who don't know Ben 10 lore, I know a lot of Ben 10 lore, but it's been a while. Anyway, that aside, my grandparents got me one. It did make noises. I did have abilities, but not the ability to take away my Christmas betrayal that has stuck with me for life. It was a deep hatred and sadness. But it turns out that it wasn't Santa's fault. Santa does not have fictional powers. Nor does Santa understand my emotions to not play with him like that. But anyway, it was definitely... One could say I was blue-balled with the Omnitrix. The Nintendo 3DS did get a lot of use. You know, I did play it a lot. In fact, I still have it somewhere. I don't have it on me. I think it's in my mom's attic. Probably worth some money now. I don't think they make those anymore. I don't know. Or, heck, they probably have a Nintendo 3DS that you can, like, FaceTime and call your mom from. <laughs> you know, I don't know what Nintendo's been up to nowadays. But, yeah... Isn't the 3DS obsolete now? I don't know. Not if, The if Wii you have is all the obsolete. old games. It doesn't matter.
Speaking of, what is, I had is, special styluses for the Nintendo 3DS. I had an Optimus Prime stylus. I had a Bumblebee stylus that came with some Transformer games. You know how there was different styluses? You could slide it into the, the DS. But the Transformer ones were like this, were like like four or five inches. They were like these giant styluses that you could not put inside your DS because the normal one was like an inch. It was like a little skinny, like little thing. But yeah, so so your biggest Christmas betrayal was a yellow colored hydro flask. Meanwhile, I got cucked with the Ultra Matrix. Interesting, interesting. I don't know what to tell you. I don't think that like like as a kid. I would just, like, say, like, oh, like, all these toys are cool. I didn't really have, like, a hyperfixation as a kid. At least not like that. Or, like, if I did, like, it was easy to get for. Because it was, like, I just want My Little Pony stuff. See, I might start asking that for Christmas, but it's a little weird now that I'm a grown man. According to this video on YouTube that this little girl made, apparently Bill Clinton liked watching My Pony, My Little Pony. I don't know where she got that from. I don't know if that's fact-checked or not. But the Sandman and I talked about it because he introduced me to the pony jar. That's so it's upsetting. Funny. Hold on, it's funny because Rainbow Dash was in my dreams last night. I don't remember why. It wasn't a wet dream, but I had a lot of sugar before bed and a protein shake, and I had some... Well, I always have whack dreams. Ms. Whitney can confirm. I scream in my sleep, and I talk in my sleep. And actually, when I stayed over at Big Red's house, I mean, his woman, Mrs. Red, said she heard me from the other room talking and, and screaming and moving around. My little dog who sleeps with me, I guess she just knows to, she knows my attack pattern in my sleep. She she bobs and weaves her head while I'm sleeping. But she actually cr clawed, she kind of crawled into this little like igloo hut I had for her. And it was so cute. Just her little head was sticking out. I was like, oh, that's so cute. She woke me up every hour and a half last night about and w kept running in a circle, the circle being across my chest and my legs. And she kept doing everything to get me to feed her. And she's developing this bad habit where she keeps begging me for more and more food every night. Now, I feed her plenty during the day, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, she's fat. And she's not fat looking, but she eats a lot of food. I think it's because of the farmer's dog, not a sponsor, unlike most podcasts. But I started feeding her the farmer's dog, which is a much higher nutrient content than what I currently feed her. But the farmer's dog was really inconvenient for me because you have to keep it frozen. And then you have to dethaw it and then melt it and then squeeze it out and all that. It was a it was it was a handle. There was a lot of maintenance involved. And especially with my old work schedule, that was very inconvenient. So the Caesars, not a sponsor, uh, you, you know, soft dog food, you just scoop that out for her. And it's easy. So I might I might start feeding her double during the day and hope she leaves me alone at night. But I'm pretty sure that someone, a.k.a. maybe my roommate, who may or may not have watched her, he did, while I was on a trip in Norfolk visiting Big Red, he did, who is an insomniac, may have started feeding her at 3 a.m. But I doubt it because he was also away on a trip and he drove back here to take care of her. So now he may have done so at 3 a.m. But yeah. Ms. Whitney, you used to have a dog. Uh, rest in peace. She passed away recently. But she, did you have a little Christmas outfits for her? Yeah, or 
We probably did. When she got older, we would put, like, T-shirts on her because um, it would help with, like, stress. Uh, so I'm sure some of them were Christmas-themed. We actually got her for Christmas. She was my sister's Christmas present. So this is our first year without her. That's going to be wild. My dad's going to be crying. Oh, no one shows up with a new dog. Well, it's also going to be my, my sister's bringing her dog. It's to be his first Christmas. So it's his first Christmas. And then the first Christmas without my dog. So. Yikes. Lots of mixed feelings. I'm a little nervous for how this is going to play out. Right. And the first Christmas without the fish that recently passed away that your parents put on top of the trash can. First Christmas without. We never even had any other Christmas with it. You know, I was going to ask, did you have... so? Obviously, my mom was a dog breeder and trainer, and we had lots of dogs always. We all we always had like five to seven dogs in the house, at minimum three, um, maybe two for a little period of time. But we always had this stocking that was in the shape of a dog paw. By always, I mean in more recent years. You know, it wasn't our whole life, but we did always get the dog something, and they would have a couple boxes, or you know, the stocking got really stuffed. In the past few years, it was fun though because we opened them. You know, I know some families let the dogs just kind of tear open the package. My dog has no teeth anymore, so I opened it for her. But yeah, did you have a, a dog stocking? Yeah, and when I was decorating, when I was putting up the decorations this year, uh, I found, so my stocking, like, has my name written on it. And then our dog stocking has, like, in, like, bright green duct tape, has, like, her name written on the stocking. So she would get one, and we used to put, like, gifts in it, like, the first few years, and then we just, like, stopped. Because she gets, she has so many toys. My dad would get her a toy every time he went grocery shopping. So, like, and there would be, like, the three patch, too. So she had so many toys. She did not need more for Christmas. Yeah, we would save the stockings until halfway through Christmas Day or that night. Because my mom's like, look, let's not open everything now. Let's do the gifts in the morning, and then we'll save the stockings for later. So when you get bored of all your new stuff, you have something to look forward to. We didn't do that. No, we didn't do that. We opened... Well, we opened all the gifts first from under the tree, and then we did the stockings last, but we never, like, waited. Yeah, sometimes we would sometimes we would do the stockings last, but we started waiting, which was a pretty interesting tradition. I think it was actually pretty smart. But yeah, I mean, this is a good question right here. Some juicy drama. Time to get into the dark side of Christmas. Have you ever regifted a gift? No, I haven't. Cause, like, regifted. No, I've never done that. I open all my stuff. I don't think I've ever regifted anything. Oh, my sister regifted something, and they made a big scene about it at the school. I. I think I regifted something. I think I gave. Hmm. I also regifted something. My sister and I actually did the same thing. That's funny. I might regift. Mrs. Big Red gave me this Naruto shirt that's also like way too big for me. And I was like, I've never even seen Naruto. Is this just because I like anime? That's kind of like 
stereotypical, I guess. Well, anyway, Big Red exposed her, and he was like, "It didn't either." She got that for him, or they had gotten it as a gift, and then they regifted it to me. I was like, "Well, I'm gonna give it to Goodwill, not a sponsor." And Big Red was like, "No, no, no, you gotta regift it to someone else and keep it going." I was like, "Okay." Kind of like that one time Ms. Whitney gave me a Dragon Ball shirt that was too large that she had gotten as a gift. That's because before I could say, before I could type, no, I don't want that, my dad already got it. And then I was like, I don't watch this, though. Not your parents buying you Wonder Women in Dragon Ball clothing. Like, that's how they imagine you. That's how they, that's what they think you do in your free time. I literally don't know where the one the Wonder Woman like correlation was from. Yeah, that's kind of whacked. You know what's interesting is my sister dated this scummy guy. He had very large nipples. They were massive. We used to make fun of we used my dad and I and my sister my other sister would bully him for these big nipples he had. And he he sat by us in the hot tub one time at the water park. It was pretty funny. Anyway, it turns out the guy was a scumbag. I think he left her for her best friend or something like that. And when it came to Secret Santa, I think she had gotten him or whatever. I don't know if they had given them each other on purpose ahead of time before all this happened, but she regifted him his sweatshirts that she had, you know, the boyfriend hoodies. And they got like pissed over it. I did the same thing. Oh my goodness. Actually. I think, I can't remember if I did this or not, because we definitely joked about it. I think I may have done it. The girl I lost my virginity to, my first, like, real girlfriend, who actually was dating multiple other guys at the same time. Uh, she had two other active boyfriends and a couple other things going on. The guy she was actively cheating on me with, slash cheating on him with me, uh, his name was a type of food. So I'm pretty sure I gave her a pound of that food with a, like a sweater she had bought me uh, for Secret Santa. I remember I had asked the guy in charge. I was like, hey, bud, can you do me a favor? Shuffle the names around a little bit. And yeah, so my sister and I call it spiteful, call it petty, call it sweet revenge. Best served as a Secret Santa gift. But yeah, you know, my grandparents are typically the hardest people to buy a gift for. I mean, my grandma went through a phase where she liked puzzles, so that was easy. But it was always like, what do you get your grandparents? Bath towels? An extra social security check? Like, what do you get them? I was never in charge of that. My mom would always just handle getting my grandma a gift. You know, this is a funny question. Have you ever returned a gift for store credit? I don't think I've ever done that. I don't no, even return just... stuff that I buy that I don't like, because returning stuff is a daunting task to me. No, we usually just, like, make a pile of the clothes that either we didn't like or they don't look good on us or don't fit. And we just give it to my mom and she just returns it. Let me take that back so people don't think I'm a wimp. I will return stuff in person. But if I have to do it, like, through the mail, I'm just keeping it. I don't know about this Amazon return stuff. I don't know about this USPS or UPS. Not doing all of that. I will go in person to the customer service counter and be like, I want to return this. Here's the receipt. You know, people make fun of me. I have a bin of every receipt for the past like four years. But the other day I needed to fetch something 
out of that bin. And it took me hours to go through all of them, but I found what I needed, and it's going to help my life a lot. So it also helped Maybe came, you can. uh, come around tax season. It's always good to, well, now I just keep track of stuff ahead of time for taxes. But my first year doing my taxes by myself, you know, I was like my second year. I don't, I'm not sure, you know, I had to go back and fish for some receipts. Maybe you can Yeah. like file them by like month so that it's not so hard that you take hours looking for it. Well, a lot of them are food receipts, which I don't need. It's mostly items that actually matter. But I also keep it, always keep hotel receipts in case they accuse you of smoking weed in the room, even though it's not your room. And then you have to fight them with maybe Federal Credit Union. Funny announcement. Well, it's not funny. I think it's funny. Actually, I think it's funny. Navy Federal Credit Union is facing like a lawsuit for racism. Apparently, supposedly, this is a claim I saw. So, Planet Fitness, not a sponsor. They've got like 20 TVs. And they always got, typically they have one Republican channel for news, one liberal channel for news. There's a series. Someone help me out. They play on 24-7 repeat at Planet Fitness. And when I was in a military uh, medical building once, they also had this show on. But they play it on repeat. It's about witches. One of them is Ginger. Her name is Piper. It's about these witch women. They're all about in their 20s. Um, and they pay, play on TNT 24-7. I don't know what it is. It's a couple years old. But it's on 24-7. Someone please help alleviate this pain of mine. I don't know what it's called. I don't know what it is, but it's about witches. Ms. Whitney, do you know what I'm talking about? One of them's name is Piper. No, why don't Yeah. you just look it up? Because I don't like just taking the short way out and looking things up. I prefer to find out. I like the journey. I like the asking people questions and getting little bits of information here and there. I like being a detective. I hate people nowadays, if you ask them questions, they're like, why don't you just look it up on your phone? I don't want to, cocksucker. That's why I'm asking you. I also hate when people who know the answer tell you, why don't you just look it up? I'm like, I know you know the answer. Why you got to play games? Hey, but that's why my personality tests say I'm unique, huh? Anyway, there was this one. There was this. Hmm, interesting. There was this one. time in I believe it was seventh or eighth grade where we did this project where we drew we uh colored in this like elf drawing and it was supposed to be us or we were making an elf and you know you know there's things to make like your elf nickname and blah 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 I got bullied and harassed because my elf had freckles I got severely bullied for that and interrogated and belittled For those of you who haven't seen my handsome picture on Facebook or LinkedIn or on my business card, which I will be passing out at PodFest, I have some freckles. Can't be helped. But I got bullied for that. You know, it's funny. This guy bullied me for having freckles once, and I called him out on his profusely disgusting acne all over his face. This guy was ugly, and he had, like, really bad acne. He's like, dude, that's not fair. That's not cool. I can't control that. All right, cocksucker, can I control my freckles? Stupid idiot.
But he can that control me his off. pimples. He, yeah, he can control. Yeah, why don't you wash your face? Well, if you smell him, you would have known he doesn't shower. But anyway, that was that was like fifth or sixth grade, maybe fourth grade. Anyway, don't bully people for freckles unless they're ginger. That's the only time it's acceptable. Your yeah, Ms. school was like awful. We never like had these issues. Yeah, well, I went to a corrupt private school because my dad was a cocksucker who listened to other cops who said it was a good school. No, it wasn't. They changed the principal like every year. Okay, they got rid of the good priest and sent him to a worse school. They said, your priest is so good. Uh, we're going to send him to a worse town to take care of it. And then they replaced it with this other priest. The principal changed every year. All these evil white women with bleached, dyed hair and long fingernails and clown makeup. I'm not saying that's a bad look, but okay. The one lady was like the pink lady from Harry Potter. Does that give you an idea of what my principal was like? The pink lady from Harry Potter. I think it's part five, the Goblet of Fire. I don't know. I hate, I'm not really a big Harry Potter fan. I kind of don't like people who are like nuts about Harry Potter. They kind of go crazy for that stuff. She's definitely not from the Goblet of Fire. She might be from the Prisoner of Azkaban. That might be during the same time period. She's in the one where the Asian chick kisses him under the mistletoe. And then she's like, turns out I'm a spy. Which is funny because later on, J.K. Rowling was accused of being racist. And the fact that she had the only Asian in like the whole show be a spy. Hey, I'm I'm making some connections here. That's actually That's really not why. Funny. Well, she kept giving them stereotypical names, which I don't know. I also don't think they weren't that's stereotypical. Racist. I felt she just picked names from the culture, as far as I know. No, she didn't. She named she named the Asian guy Bing Chillin. I I remember her, looking at the article a while ago. Her name was Cho Chang. I think people just said that her name was racist. Well, she was also a spy. Why is the only Asian person a spy? I think that's funny. I think it's funny because, like, of all the Asian spies that keep coming to America trying to get nuclear secrets. So it's kind of funny that it was predicted in Harry Potter years ago. I guess Hogwarts is America then. I guess Harry Potter is the American hero. I guess Dumbledore is like a... Also, anyway, yeah, that's the movie where, spoiler, Dumbledore dies in that movie, but then, like, comes back to life. I don't remember. I haven't seen Harry Potter in a long time. This has been a while since I've seen that movie series. I did play the Lego video games, though. Those games were a bop. I do I like love, the Lego game. Yeah, I love any Lego video game. I haven't played the most recent ones, but they've gotten so advanced. They're, like, really cool nowadays. I'm going to play the some Lego of The Lego Indiana Jones. The Lego Indiana Jones is, I think, maybe their best one. No, so I liked and... the newest superhero ones. You have some crazy powers. And... You could play as speedsters and you could actually run at super speeds or slow down time, which I love that ability. I've never seen Indiana Jones. Oh, we have to watch Indiana Jones. It's so good. Um, I wanted to yeah, see the newest a... one, the newest one where I think he like time travels or it's like his last or he's no, like it's old his last now. one. Yeah, it's he's old and he's trying to find the fountain of youth. No, you have to watch them in order. They're like they like go in order. Yeah. Now, Ms. Whitney. What are some of your go-to Christmas songs? What's your favorite one, your least favorite one? Now, granted, there are like, when we were growing up, there was only like a handful of Christmas songs. Now there's so many remixes and like parodies. Parodies nuts. But there's like, you know, because I'm just thinking of like 
the 12 days of christmas is a classic right and i'm not saying it's my favorite song but they made a parody of it the 12 pains of christmas that song is so funny have you ever heard the 12 pains of christmas or something like that the no. 12 headaches of christmas no i haven't oh it's like the 12 pains of christmas it's like in-laws hanging christmas lights christmas shopping um hangovers i don't remember they say hangovers a lot dealing with the in-laws postcards stamps it's funny it's it's realistic but yeah ms whitney go ahead and tell us about some of your favorite christmas songs and why um i think my favorite growing up was dominic the donkey just because i don't know it was a fun song and i liked when dominic would sing but so when I take the bus in the mornings in elementary school, Dominic the Donkey would always come on. It would end right as I got on the bus. And I was always so upset because it was my favorite song. But like sometimes I would get lucky. And like if a kid was like not like if a kid like missed the bus and like the bus didn't wait for them to get on, then they would get to my house a little bit early and I'd hear part of the song. Um, but I think that one was my favorite. I don't know. I'm not really, like, into, like, the Christmas music to begin with. Like, that's not, like, my favorite thing to listen to all the time. I definitely think my least favorite, and only because in middle school, they played this song at the chorus concert, but every single kid would just, like, like if you were in chorus, they would just sing it all the time, like, throughout school, and it was so annoying. Um, they would sing like Mary Did You Know? And that's actually a really like good song, like when Especially you listen the to it. Pentatonics uh Yeah, the Pentatonics acapella version is really cover. good. Yeah. But like growing up I hated that song because they everybody at school would just like sing it and I was like, Shut up, no one cares. Also because like half the things that they asked Mary if she knew, she already did know or she didn't. Like it's it's obvious if she knew or not. That's definitely a perspective I was not expecting. As far as the Dominic, the Italian Christmas donkey, given your father is Italian New Yorker, I'm not surprised. Okay, have you heard the song, though? Like, also, it's good. Yeah, he goes, R -E -R -E -R. Yeah, I've heard the song. <laughs> I love, well, obviously, as a big Elvis Presley fan, I love a blue Christmas without you, I have a blue, you know, that was always a good song, but that's more like a sub song. Elvis Presley also did a cover of another Christmas song, I think it was, Oh, here comes Santa Claus, oh, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. I can't do the Elvis voice, you know, he has a very unique singing style that plenty of people can impersonate, but I'm not an Elvis Presley impersonator. But I did like, um, there's one is like a song called Must Be Santa. And just names everything about Santa. Jerry knows. And I forgot the rest of the lyrics, but it's like, suit that's red, big fat sled, hat on head. You know, it just like names everything <laughs> about Santa. Like it goes one part at a time. So it's a pretty long song because it starts with, who's got a big red cherry nose? Santa's got a big red cherry nose, cherry nose, reindeer glows, and like suit of red. And a slut, like it goes on. I used to love Feliz Navidad as a kid. Kind of traumatized from that time I sang it on a bus to a girl in front of everyone, as we've talked about before. So, but I also like my least favorite song. 
no offense, Hawaiian people. This isn't because I hate Hawaiians. This is because I worked at a restaurant where they play this every three Christmas songs, guaranteed to be that Hanaka Kikimaka. What what is it? I don't know the actual lyrics, but it's like Malakali it's some kind Kimaka. of is the thing we say. Yeah, I I'm sorry. That song is annoying. I don't like it. They used to play every three songs. I was working at an Italian restaurant, all right? And I never once served a Hawaiian there, first off. Second off, why are you playing that every three songs? And then every two songs is All I Want for Christmas is You featuring Mariah Carey. So, Not featuring, it is Mariah Carey. I know, that's why I said featuring Mariah Carey. And no, no one else. Featuring be, solely be, Mariah Carey. It'd be by Mariah Carey. No, it features her. She's featured in the song. Anyway. She's only featured if she is, if someone else is singing in it and she's not the main. But she's the only one singing in it, so it's by Mariah Carey. I doubt she wrote that song herself. Well, she probably didn't write it herself, but I'm pretty sure it's, it's her song. This says, all I want for Christmas is for you. Oh, is an original song by Mariah Carey, but Justin Bieber later remixed it. Making a feature. Stop giving credit to Justin Bieber. Like, he's not doing anything anymore, as far as I know. Hey, if you want flashback shout out to the former unofficial co-host, The Sandman. We used to play this game called Will You Press the Button, which Ms. Whitney, you and I have played it. But he and I used to read through the comments and it was all like anti-believers, anti-believers. Like they were all just hating. I guess when that game was really popular uh, on the computer, it was during the Bieber era and people were just Every comment was like, we we wish to kill all the Nazis and Justin Bieber if we had to choose two people. And it was like, it was always like anti-Justin Bieber. But anyway, have you ever had carolers come to your house? Uh, probably not because you live like inside no. of a mountain yeah, in the forest. Have you ever been part of a caroling group or just a school chorus? Yeah, our school used to do... They had carolers, and then we also did one. So I was a part of the, I was a part of both quartets. We had a woodwind quartet and a brass quartet. And since I played French horn, I got to be in both. But we would also do like caroling where we would play Christmas music, like a group of us um, with our instruments. Now, forget songs. We haven't touched on the most important part of the holidays besides Jesus Christ. What was the family tradition as far as a movie or go-to movie? Because I, I think Elf is one of the greatest Christmas movies ever made. I mean, it's hard to top that. It's just a classic. Um. Okay, we either... I'm trying to remember because we haven't done it in a while. Oh, I think it was The March of the Wooden Toy Soldiers was what oh we would watch. Um, but then we also watch like the Claymations, like Santa's Coming to Town. Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed yeah. Reindeer. We the Heat Miser. That was one of my yeah. favorite songs. Mr. 101. I don't Actually, I don't remember what temperature they say, but that was one of my favorite songs. He's Mr. Heat Miser. He's number one. He's Mr. Green Christmas 101 or something like that. That's a good yeah, song. We'd Thanks. also... 
Also, my favorite was The Little Drummer Boy, but no one else liked watching it, so we haven't watched it in a while. But that one's my favorite. There's also like Little Drummer Boy goes with Baby New Year to save the world. Oh, that might be Rudolph. It's Rudolph, because Rudolph flies all <laughs> it's across like the, the the world. little, it was like the Little Drummer Boy saves New Year. Never mind. Wrong. I'm I'm getting infusion of knowledge No, over here. the little drummer boy hates humanity. He would not be saving Baby New Year. Hates humanity. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. I I've, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. He... I got scolded. I got in trouble in my private school because they said, who's your favorite Christmas character? And I said, the little drummer boy. And they're like, that's not a biblical character. He's not canon. They didn't say he's not canon, but that's the, the basically what they said. Yeah, I hate that school. They like screamed at me because they're like, little drummer boy is not a biblical character. I thought he was, okay? He literally comes and plays his drum for Jesus. How did I know that wasn't in the Bible, okay? I wasn't reading the Bible as like a five-year-old. And by five-year-old, I mean, I was probably like, I was between the ages of six and 12, probably. Okay, on to the best question. How do you guys decorate your Christmas tree? Like, because everyone has a certain thing that needs to go on the tree. Huh. we don't decorate it. My mom does. Well, she set up the base. So I think I, she, she starts with the lights. Then she'll do like these ribbons, like these gold and silver ribbons. And then we'll hang all the ornaments. And we all, there was a bin of ornaments, but each of us kids had our own like ornament with our parents. And then each of us kids also had like our favorite ornaments that we always hung up. Like I had... A pickup truck with a Christmas tree in the back of it. I always liked hanging up that one. There was this weird like Furby. Wait, 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 wait. Was it a little red truck hauling a Christmas tree? What the hell are you talking about? Ugh, it's because you're not on TikTok. No, TikTok's uh, Chinese spyware. But what are you talking about? There's this one guy who made a video and he was like, oh, like, my mom got me a bunch of Christmas decorations. And then he goes around and he's like, look, this one's a little red truck. All on a Christmas tree. And then he goes to something else and he's like, and these are some napkins that she got me of a little red truck all on a Christmas tree. And like everything she does is just a little red truck all on a Christmas tree. Oh, okay. Haha. Ha. I'm sure it's funnier in the TikTok itself. Anyway, that being said, not that your comedic performance wasn't high quality, but, you know, it's funny. I had a violin because I used to play violin. So we had that tournament. Oh, a velociraptor may have been wearing a Christmas hat. And yeah, just stuff like that. Certain snowmen. We got my mom one year. We had her open, I don't know if she opened them before we opened our gifts so she could, we may have given her this gift early, but I got her little dogs. Like they were little dog, Christmas doggy decorations. So, you know, cause she was a dog breeder and trainer. So they had different dogs. I think, oh, pardon me. I think we were a star on top family. Sometimes we had two or three Christmas trees. We had one in each room. Yeah. Not to flex. But yeah. You know, it was pretty nice. I'm excited uh, once I can have Christmas and host it, you know, to have the tree. I'm going to have a biblically accurate angel, according to the book of Enoch, removed from the Bible because they don't want us to know. Anyway, I want to have that on top of the Christmas tree.
But yeah, there was no like, I guess there were bows. I guess sometimes my mom would tie the ribbon up into bows. I'm not a fan of hanging candy canes from the tree. I think that's really stupid. No offense to anyone who does that, but like, that is that is just a cheap cop out. Ms. Whitney, do you hang candy canes from the Christmas tree? Yeah, we do, like, everything off the Christmas tree. Um, we get, so we always get the real tree, and then we used to, when we had our old couch set, we had to, like, maneuver the entire, like, living room to fit the Christmas tree, and we'd have to move the couches or whatever. And then we did, we did colored lights. It always has to be colored lights. Yeah. And then we put on everybody's Christmas ornaments, and my mom... My mom loves Christmas ornaments. Like that's like the gift we get her is that we get her a Christmas ornament. Um, but she has so many that we've gotten to the point where we're like, they don't all fit on the tree. We tried to like go through them and like get rid of some of them, but then she just kept saying no. Like every time we'd show her one, she was like, No, you have we have to keep that one. Um and then we do an angel on the top of the tree, but she has to be brunette because all of us are brunettes. So it can't be a blonde angel. Um, and then we do, so after all the ornaments are on, we put ribbons on the tree and we usually just put like four like around it and then they fall down the tree. We don't wrap it. Uh, and then we hang candy canes all around the tree. And then we also put like these fake poinsettia flowers. We like jab those in the tree too, which helps to like fill out the tree if there's like a bald spot, but I don't like, I don't we like put, that. We put absolutely everything on our tree. I'm not a fan of the classic ball ornaments or like the turnip shaped ones. I'm not a fan of those classic ornaments. Oh, that reminds me. We used to watch the Grinch, not the live action, but the old cartoon. My dad always had us watch that. I just because I know he dropped because I think Cindy Lou who who looked like my one sister, she would bring up. Well, he would drop one of the Christmas balls and then she would bring the ball back to him. I don't know what those are called. They're probably a name for them. I hate to just call them a ball. But yeah, my dad also liked watching a Charlie Brown Christmas. Like, like you know, because he grew up with that. They do the little, he gets like this little scraggly tree and all of that. But yeah, as far as a tree goes, I mean, we would have a Christmas cactus in the house or a poinsettia, but we wouldn't put it in a tree. That's kind of wild. Well, it was just, like, the single, like, stem flowers that you could, like, make a bouquet out of. My mom also really liked poinsettias, so we have, like, those. And then, so the, the joke with my family is that my mom had a set of nutcrackers, like, that, like the ornament ones that she would hang up, and then my sister wanted to play with them, and she broke all their arms and legs off. So huh. all of, like, our, so, like, we have a bunch of nutcrackers that just, like, don't have limbs, and we bought her new ones that, like, are nicer now because like the joke was always that so then we eventually bought like nice ones again but we also just like have like a few like nutcracker like statues too like whenever we see it we're like oh we should also get this because it's like a running joke Yeah, better to break the nutcracker's limbs than a nutcracker to break your limb. Whoa. Whoa. But what I was going to say is discount Christmas tree idea. If you can't afford ribbons and lights, buy some cans of silly string and, and string up that tree. That was just an idea I had. If, you, if, you, if you're broke 
or you like if you're an abstract artist or you want something a little different or you have little kids get the cans of silly string and get those sticky hands hang those from the trees i think those are fun or just like flop those onto the trees you know the sticky hands i left a permanent stain on the wall in my house with one because i like my parents were so upset I kind of want to put Godzilla on top of the Christmas tree or like Mothra. But anyway, like maybe Maybe a Mothra if he had and a a Christmas Christmas hat. hat. Oh my gosh, I saw these uh, Christmas trees. They're like the mini ones. Uh, and they had on the very top was like Santa's like head and like his hat. And then they had like his arms coming out of the tree like he was the Christmas tree. It was really cute. Oh, I get what you're saying. You know, my, my family loved to quote the one scene where she's like, eat up. No one likes a skinny Santa. But Oh, yeah. I remember that one. That's from the year without Santa Claus, right? Because he doesn't want to be Santa. Or is that from Rudolph? Isn't Adam Sandler like Santa Claus in a movie? Or is it or not Adam Sandler? It's the guy who plays Mall Cop. Oh, what's his name? In the in the claymations? No, and in, in the there's a live Santa Claus series where He kills Santa Claus. Santa falls off his roof and dies, and he becomes Santa. I swear it's the guy It's who not plays Paul Paul Blart Markov. the mall cop. It's not. It's not. It looks like him. Who is it? It's not It's Adam not Sandler. him. It also doesn't look like him. Okay, I haven't seen these movies in a long time, okay? I spent the past four Christmases in the military alone. Before I went home, and we didn't watch. We didn't have time for movies. It's Tim Allen. Is that the guy who plays... Buzz Lightyear? No, I don't know what I'm saying. Tim Allen, I recognize that name. What else is he in? Um, he's in Toy Story. He is, he is Buzz. Oh, see, I'm correct. I don't know why I doubted myself. Um, he's in a lot of things, but like all of these things that are coming up are things that I don't know. He's in Cars. Right. That's a great series. He was in Jimmy Neutron. I think he was the dad. He's in, Retro he's in Ralph Breaks the Internet. Well, all these recent pictures of him are really old. He's I need to in find a a lot picture of of him. older movies. Well, I need a picture of him when he's young so I can say he looks like Paul Blart, but he really doesn't. He doesn't at all. I think that you're just getting him mixed up. Or I think, I'm telling you, Adam Sandler or the guy who plays Paul Blart definitely made a Christmas movie. Facts. Facts. All right, Adam Sandler and Paul Bard, two different people. Adam Sandler probably has a Christmas movie. Because what what does he have? What doesn't he have, I guess? Yeah. Oh, he Who's has the a guy comedy who plays? musical, but it's animated. Who plays Paul Blart? Please tell me. Please tell me, I'm Ms. looking Whitney. at I'm looking it up. I need Kevin to know. James. Kevin Kevin James James. is in a lot of stuff too. That's what I I'm was sure saying. he's in a Christmas movie. Yeah, I'm sure I'm justified. And if not, I'm sure there's a multiverse out there, possibly, where both of them play that specific guy who kills Santa and then becomes Santa. He's not, he's in like more like Halloween type movies or like, well, obviously like comedy movies, Who? but Kevin if you had James? to go to, yeah. But if you had to go to like a holiday, he does like a few like Chris, like Halloween type ones, Bro, anyway. which is just Hotel Transylvania or Monster House. Monster House? I watch that every Halloween. Greatest movie ever made. One of them. I think if I had to make like top movies ever made, this is funny because it would be like 
the B movie and then Godzilla minus one. It's like those are two drastically different movies. I know Ms. Whitney, we we already talked on the podcast about the B movie. We're not gonna we're not gonna do that again. But It's time for Christmas trivia questions. So, that being said, I'm going to start off with a couple questions. Ladies and gentlemen, we highly recommend you play along. And if you're listening, you have, I mean, what else are you going to do? Anyway, we're going to play along. So, I'm going to ask Ms. Whitney a couple Christmas questions or holiday questions. And then afterward, she'll be asking me some. So, Ms. Whitney, are you ready? Yes. Can you answer it like you're in the Navy? Yes. Always ready? All right. You didn't, you Ooh, don't yeah. listen to my, yeah, you don't listen to my Navy stories enough. Anyway, which popular Christmas beverage is also called milk punch? Eggnog? Yeah, that was a pretty obvious one. I have never, ever, ever heard anyone call it milk punch. It's like saying fruit punch. I don't even eat. I don't, I don't drink eggnog, so. I don't know if I drink eggnog either. I have to try it now that I'm grown. See, ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't like it as a kid, try it now. I'm just telling you, like, your your palate changes. Like, my dad grew up only eating ketchup. Now he only eats mustard, you know. What did the other reindeer not let Rudolph do because of his shiny red nose? They didn't let him play in any of the reindeer games. All right, you're doing good. These are it starts off easy, so I'm just letting you know that you're doing pretty good. But these are the these are the most these are the simple ones. Okay. Here's a little more complicated. I'm pretty sure this was written by Charles Dickens. I'm not sure, but how many ghosts show up in a Christmas Carol? Um. Well, there's the three main ghosts, but are they also talking about the scene where there's just a bunch of flying ghosts outside, or is it a trick question? Because if not, it's three. The answer is four. Now, four. Oh, right, because it's the one, it's his friend who comes and tells him that he's a, he sucks, and then he's like, you're going to be visited by three more. Right, I believe his co-worker dies, or his only friend, and then there's the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future. I hope my ghost of Christmas future is wearing the Ultimatrix, and I hope it's real. I hope he turns into a ghost freak. Anyway, when? Oh, sorry, not when. <laughs> that would have been a that would have been a question that you cannot answer. Where was baby Jesus born? It's asking the town. Obviously, we know it was in a. Manger. Oh, in Bethlehem. That's good. When I read the question, I actually answered it wrong, despite all my biblical knowledge, because my instant thought was Jesus of Nazareth. But he was actually mm-hmm. born in Bethlehem because of the whole, you know, killing kids. Now, I've never seen this movie, Ms. Whitney. I've only seen the parody of it on Rick and Morty. But the movie Miracle on 34th Street is based on a real-life department store. Which one is it? Macy's. Have you seen that movie? I don't think so, but it's it's based off answer? Macy's. How did you know the answer? 
Because what other departments are we based off of? What are the two other most popular names for Santa Claus? Not Chris mom and Kringle. dad. Yeah, Mr. Chris, Chris Kringle. Kringle. And old Saint Nick. Jolly yeah, old no Saint, Saint Nick. Nick. Okay. Now, this question is very easy because I already answered it. But Elvis isn't going to have a white Christmas. He's going to have a... Blue. Blue what? Blue Christmas. Thank you. What? Blue, blue, Thank you. Blue Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. Have you seen Home Alone? Yes, but... Ladies and gentlemen, I have not. I have not seen Home Alone, believe it or not, which is also a Christmas classic. What's the one? Is it called A Christmas Story? Where he get, he wants the Red Rider BB rifle and he shoots himself in the eye? Yes. Yeah, I've seen that one a lot. Ralphie, I also eat don't your like food. that one. Ralphie, it, we're little pigs. Yeah, the mom sticks her face in mashed potatoes and teaches her son to eat like a pig. She's a bad mother. Anyway, I'm sorry. Angry rant from other parents that I've listened to. That being said, in Home Alone, where are the McAllisters going on vacation when they leave Kevin behind? In the first one? Yeah, where are they going? They're they're going to... Aren't they going to France? Where specifically? Uh, uh, in Paris. Then can you answer, who was in Paris? I don't understand the reference. Never mind. For those of you who understood the reference, that was a funny joke. In the classic movie... For Christmas. How the Grinch stole Christmas. The Grinch was described with a lot of words, but three main ones. What are those three main words? Oh, I know the part of the song that it's like referencing. Um where it goes boom boom boom. Yeah. I don't know it. Come on, Ms. Whitney, think think deep. Just go through the lyrics. What do they describe him as? Okay, it's You're a good song, than but I only know the first one. I what? know the first line. <laughs> You're as mad as a da, 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 a seasick crocodile. You know, there's a, there's a whole bunch. Anyway, okay, that sounds like the only part that you know too. So, if I want to touch you with a twenty foot pole, twenty and a half foot pole, and he goes, if I had to choose between you and a seasick crocodile. I choose a seasick crocodile. I also know this part of the song where they go, there are three words I would describe you with, Mr. Grinch. Stink, stank, stunk. Those are the three words they describe him as. Stink, stank, and stunk. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay, here we go. Again, a little more complicated. In which modern-day country was St. Nicholas born in? In which modern-day country? It says he was originally, it was originally called Patara a city in the ancient district of Lycia in Asia Minor. But nowadays, it's called this country. Is he born in Russia? In Asia no. Minor? It says Asia Minor, but think more toward the European side. Was he born in... What's the first letter? Tango. Turkey? Correct. Well, that, I kind of gave you the I kind of gave you the answer there. So. Yeah, I didn't say what else starts to the T over there. Tasmania, is that in Africa? I think so. That's where the Tasmanian devil comes from. We watched a video of them mating on the aircraft carrier. 
but it wasn't it wasn't like a training video that was the roman shared that with us or maybe it was the bulldozer i think he may have shared it with us one of them i was thinking when i woke up this morning of how easy or how easily society and the government could trick us i mean think about santa claus his very existence how we grow up believing in him so vigorously you know it's very interesting I mean, if we believe Santa Claus is real so much, then maybe certain historical events didn't happen. But that's just a theory. Um, which holiday actor played six different roles in the Polar Express? I already said I'd like never seen the Polar Express, so that would ask me literally Okay. any other question. Any other question? In Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, what was the first name of Scrooge? I feel like it starts with an E. It's um. It starts with an E, Echo. Mm hmm It's like, I want to say, it's not Elmer J. Fudd Millionaire, because that's from Looney Tunes. It's Ebenezer Scrooge. Ebenezer Scrooge. Yep. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. That was rough. That was rough. But let's see if you know this one. Which real life person is Santa Claus based on? John F. Kennedy? I, I don't know. The Christian Bishop St. Nicholas. Oh, that's funny. What did Frosty the Snowman do when a magic hat was placed on his head? He danced around and then he married people. He acted as the <laughs> the the priest. They said he can do the job while he's in town. He, when the magic hat was placed on his head, he got up and said, I'm alive. And he sang a song and he started smoking his pipe and then he He caused mischief. You know, Frosty the Snowman's a criminal, in case you didn't know. He takes minorities and children, not minorities, minors. He takes minors and goes on illegal adventures with them and gets chased by the law. Okay, well, the answer was just that he began to dance around. I, that's literally the first thing I said was he danced around. Which one of Santa's reindeer has the same name as another holiday mascot? Well, there's Dancer and Prancer and Cupid and Comet and Vixen or something. I don't even know if Cupid's a reindeer, but I don't. You said as a mascot. It's the same name as another holiday mascot. I have no idea. It is Cupid. Cupid. I said it before you said it. Cupid. You didn't even know if he was a reindeer. And then I said. No, you said his name in the song, and then you're like, I don't even know if he's actually one of them. And then I said Cupid before you said it because you said a holiday mascot. It's obviously not a leprechaun. It's not Uncle Sam. What, what other mascots are there? Uncle Sam for 4th of July. You've got. It's not turkey. It's not pilgrim. So what other possible. The only other named holiday mascot. Would be Cupid. Unless you want to say Martin Luther King Jr. Is a mascot for his holiday. But I don't think I'm just he's considered commenting, a mascot. no, I'm just commenting on the fact that you sang the song and you said Cupid and then you said, I don't think Cupid is a reindeer. Yeah I thought I just self inserted that lyric in by mistake. Okay.
You know, because Cupid is a K-pop song. Thank you very much. Now I'm feeling stupid by like 50-50 or by like new jeans or something. Yeah, well, there's a lot of controversy with that group right now. So which country Why? started? No, pause. Spill the tea. Spill the hot cocoa. Because their company was like taking really bad care of the idols. Um, and like one of them was like, her diet got so restricted that she was on like the verge of like kidney failure. Um, so now there's like a law that got passed called like the 50-50 law. Counter argument. They've got the slimmest waist in the world. Anyway, that aside, you should not force people to not eat. Anyway, next question. Which country started the tradition of putting up a Christmas tree? Sweden. No. I don't. Is, is it Turkey? That would be funny. No, it's Germany. Germany. Mm-hmm. All right. I I, I just was. Making educated guesses there. In You're the asking movie... me the most complicated questions. I ask you simple questions. No. Well, you asked me other ones in the beginning. In the movie Elf, what was the first rule of the Code of Elves? I feel like they weren't allowed to say certain words. Um, I think it was, you have to put maple syrup on everything. No. It's treat every day like Christmas. Rule number one, treat every day like Christmas. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, according to the song, what did my true love give to me on the eighth day of Christmas? You're really going to make me go through the whole song. So the first day of Christmas is a partridge in a pear tree. Is it eight, eight golden rings? Or eight geese. Neither. And the rings are eight, on the fifth day. Eight maids of milking? Yes. Eight maids of milking. Wait. There's milky mommers in the 12 days of Christmas? The eight maids, are they milking themselves? No, they're they're cow maids. No. No, 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 Ms. Whitney. We are going to make a parody of this song. And it's going to be anime style. And the maid girls are going to be milking themselves. And they're going, to be wearing, they're going to be wearing Christmas hats. No, I'm going to make a huge profit off of this. I'm going to target the young male audience. Anyway, I got that one right. Next question. How do you say Merry Christmas in Spanish? Feliz Navidad. Mm-hmm. Okay, what did the little drummer boy give to the newborn Christ? He just played his drum for him. He had no gift to give. Yep. Three of Santa's reindeer's names start with the letter D. What are their names? Dancer, Dixon, and Dasher. No. No, it's Vixen. It's Dancer and Dasher and Donner? Yes. All right. It's my turn to ask questions. I'm tired of being asked questions. What popular Christmas song was actually written for Thanksgiving? Mm, for Thanksgiving instead? Yeah. I don't know what the context for this is, but it's pretty interesting. I'm not sure. Just take a guess. You got to pick a song. 
I don't know. I also mentioned that I'm not really into Christmas music, so. Jingle bells. And as I think about it, I don't think they mention Santa, do they? They just No, say, I guess it is. It's just about sledding, isn't it? yeah, we're going to end things off here with a couple of funny jokes. So, Ms. Whitney, did you hear about the man who's still on Advent calendar? No. Well, he got 25 days. Nice. What kind of Christmas music do elves like the most? Mm. I don't know what. Rap music. Because they rap Mm. gifts. It's a good one. People act like the North Pole and the South Pole are exactly the same, but really, there's a whole world of difference between them. I didn't like that one as much. I thought that was pretty funny. This one is just famous last words. Let's go get a Christmas tree. A divorce story. We never really fought over getting the Christmas tree. I mean, we always try to pick, like, the best one. Oh, this is a really stupid comment. I bought a treadmill because my New Year's resolution is to have more things to put my laundry on. That's like us. We have the workout bike downstairs and we hang our clothes off of it. What do you call a snowman with a six-pack? Mm. What? An abdominal snowman. Mm. Okay. I've never seen this before, but this joke says, I don't know who's worse, the people who sign their cats' names on Christmas cards or the cats who refuse to sign. I've never been sent a Christmas card where someone signed their cats' names. But there are people out there who love their cats a little too much. Lick tongues with them and everything. Whoa. Sometimes for the holidays, we would do a, like a, a turkey tray raffle. Like everyone would bring an item and then we would put it on a table with a cup and we would put our names in slips in the cups, right? For free. And my dad brought like a dead animal head one time wrapped up in newspaper. Ew. But like you couldn't tell that it was a dead animal head. So a bunch of people thought, I don't know what they thought it was, but they all like bid on it. But there's nothing like that going on this year for the holidays. I'll be having some champagne and meats and cheeses with some nice elderly women talking about the Christmases of the past. It'll be a good time. But ladies and gentlemen, hope that no matter how you celebrate or where you're celebrating or what you're doing, that y'all have safe travels and a happy holidays. We're going to call it here for an episode. So Merry Christmas to y'all. Be on the lookout January 1st, New Year's Day exact for the season three premiere uh, thank you so much for your support your continued support and look forward to the year 2024 being the year of the podcaster for me i think it's i'm gonna do some great things I'm gonna really overhaul the show and get some great things going on so that's that but happy holidays to all of y'all bye-bye sailing through the ocean blue Nuclear reactors, my crew, got in the ship. The stars is our guide through the waves we ride.
Jokes and laugh to fill the air On this voyage we have to share Working together side by side As one family we will abide In the heart of the ship we reside Nuclear operators with pride Powering the vessel with every stride Our mission, the source of great pride